Greetings, everyone. Welcome to episode 45 of the I Thrive podcast. It's your boy, son in Esperance. Today, I got with me brother Mark Moretti. Uh, you've seen him on the telecast before. You've seen him telling you, make sure you pick up the trash after you finish service at headquarters. <laughs> you see them making sure to tell you, keep your mask on. But I believe now Philly, uh, <clears throat> um, after PJ was preaching yesterday, I believe first service, I believe Philly is going to have a, a, a mandate where it's optional to even have the mask on. That's right. You know, so I won't be shocked seeing everybody just have that mask off going in Amen. there. You know, so, but it's it's a pleasure to have Brother Mark already. Um, uh, Brother Mark was, in fact, one of the f- uh, very first brothers I met when I went to Philly for the first time to in the, uh, end the year convention. I believe it was end the year 2018, going on to 2019, if yeah. I'm correct. Um, uh, a very, very, uh, you know, profound brother, uh, very, um, just, just, a, just a unique brother, you know, being himself, doing what he can to, to, you know, help the work continue to go forward. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for this interview. Before we begin, as all of you know, this uh, podcast affiliates itself with one church and one church only, that is First Church of Our Lord Jesus Christ, where the leader, teacher, and guide is Apostle Pastor Gino Jennings. If you want to know if there's a church near your area, you can go on the truthofgod.com and, and search up if there's a temple near you, uh, close to you. If you want to be baptized, you can go on the truthofgod.com and fill in a bapti- ba- baptismal request. And uh, that minister or local minister in that area will probably contact you or the secretary or whoever will contact you to, to set something up in order for you to get baptized. So we're going to get started. Before we do, uh, I just wanted to clarify something. Um, I know there was a post of PJ where um, I believe it's, I don't know if it's Wikipedia or a website, just falsifying stuff. Like as if making it seem he was getting paid uh, from the church, uh, 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 that he's a, a millionaire, whatever the case is and, and so forth. Just to clarify that, you know, stuff like that, um, it is false. It is a lie. Um, he's never proclaimed himself to be a, a millionaire. Number one, number two, he's never, ever, 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 ever proclaimed himself to even be making uh, a church salary. And I'm pretty sure the message he teaches and how he preaches against false prophets, they, you know, the tax people, they, they will check out to see if he's getting something from it. Now, I believe it's, uh, the, not the yesterday, but the, uh, last Sunday when he was preaching, as he said, he mentioned people do give him gifts for him and his wife, but yet, even though he still receives it, he still gives it to the work of God. There's nothing wrong with that. If I have $50,000, I feel like giving to my leader and his wife to go on. They could do whatever they want with that money. So there's nothing wrong with that. But to go, and I don't know who's doing this stuff, uh, going online, falsifying things, and, and just lying and putting it and making it seem like he is making this salary and stuff like that. Please stop. I don't know if you, you know, so I hope you're not, I hope you're not somebody in truth doing something like that. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, uh, um, I don't know. And this information is completely false. So we're going to get started. You know, Brother Mark, you know, explain to us a bit, of course, you know, of uh, your upbringing and how things began and then how you came across the truth. So I was actually going to a uh, Pentecostal. Uh, I don't know what you want to call them because the name on the church was Pentecostal, but they were following the apostolic doctrine. Okay, okay. Now, I've heard that before where they mix it, though. Pentecostal, apostolic. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I come from the United Pentecostal Church. Oh, okay. the UPC, sometimes called the UPCI, United Pentecostal Church International. 
okay. but it's the same thing though. Okay. And um, so I, I came up over there and um, I can't say I didn't learn anything. I did learn some things. Mm -hmm. I did learn some things. I, I learned the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ from, from over there. Okay, that's wonderful. You know, uh, Holy Ghost speaking in tongues, I learned from, from over there. But um, there was a whole lot of stuff that was just wasn't right. But for the for the most part, you know, I was over there for a while. And then, you know, like Pastor Jennings often say, you know, people would do better if they knew better. Yeah. So you can have a heart and a mind you want to do what's right. But it takes that hard word to, to get you there. Absolutely. And um, so, you know, I started getting to a place where you just was like, feeling stagnated like you just you know like man like what's going on like i don't you know you just kind of got this i'm just going to church yeah used to go and i remember one day i was looking sitting home and uh the telecast came on mm. and what made me kind of watch it was there was a brother who used to be at the same church where i was at he was at, he was sitting in the congregation okay okay so i'm looking like hmm <laughs> you know so I, you know i looked at it a little bit and I'm like, man, what's up with this church? Because it was too quiet for me. Because I'm used to when the preacher preaching. Everybody's just. Organ. Yeah, you got the organ. <laughs> Every little thing. The organ is following them. But when yeah. I'm watching the telecast, it, I mean, everybody was focused. Mm. You know, those that I was able to see. Yeah. And, you know, there wasn't no organ in the background. So you got a chance to hear what he was saying. Mm. Then, you know, the more I would watch the telecast, the more I'm like, you know, I just couldn't get into where I was at. You know, I'll go to church and literally the preacher be preaching. I, I'll be reading the scriptures, my own little thing when I go to church. Yeah. Because it was hard because everything that, you know, Pastor Jennings was preaching, I was seeing it in the church. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, it was time. It was time, man. I, I went over there, started visiting the church here and there. And then he came to where I'm from, uh, Trenton, New Jersey, here mm. in the States. And um they had just came back from a meeting in South Carolina somewhere. So at the, so, you know, Pastor Jennings, when he comes to these different areas, they give people an, an opportunity to raise their hand, mm. ask questions. Ask so questions I, had my, yeah. I had my hand raised and unfortunately the, the service, it was too late. But the, the question I had was, I wanted to know about hell. Mm. I wanted him to break down hell for me. Yeah. And um, so that was Saturday. That Sunday, usually, so after that service, on the way walking out, there was some sisters sitting out, sitting outside of the meeting. They were selling DVDs mm. and CDs. Yeah. So, you know, I was talking to them a little bit, and it was like, hey, you know, they just gave me any CD. It was like, here. So I took it home, and uh, usually I don't listen to the message early in the morning, getting dressed, yeah. unless I get into the car. Yeah. So I just, I got up real early in the morning, so I said, let me put this message on a little bit. So I'm sitting there and listening. And the question that I wanted to know about hell was the first question on the CD that they gave wow. me. Wow. Somebody asked the same question. And um, literally, I just started tearing up because I'm like, mm. wow, it was like God was answering the question mm. that I wanted him to answer. Yes. So I went there Sunday and um, I told God, I said, look, if this is where you want me to go at, allow something to happen, something that I'll know it's time for me to get out of here. He mm. did that in that same week. Wow. That in that same week, and lo and behold, man, 11 years later, um, last in the month of April, the end of April made it 11 years. Wow, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And so, you know, what were some of the stuff you were seeing, you know, in the, the, Pente uh, the Pentecostal mixed apostolic or UPC uh, uh, that you were seeing that you just knew wasn't right? Well, the first thing they had when the preachers did. Wow. 
And even before I heard of Pastor Jennings, it just didn't sit right with me. Something didn't feel when right. When a woman got up yeah. preaching to us, it just didn't sit right. Yeah. I didn't have no scripture to back it up, but I'm just yeah. like, you know, because we would have where every fourth Sunday, you know, the preachers would all come together in the, in our location. And uh, this one service they had where four of the preacher's wives had got up to speak maybe like 15 minutes. Mm. And just seeing that, I'm just like, man, this ain't, this, this don't look right, man. Like having a woman, you know, preaching to us. So mm. I remember um, when I finally started to hear Pastor Dennis teach, they would say, well, she could preach as long as she's not a pastor. So she could be like an evangelist mm. and she can be all that, but it was like, long as she not a quote unquote pastor, yeah. it's okay. You know, so they, they had women preachers. Um, you speak in tongue anytime you want. Anytime. Oh. I mean, brother, it was this one time where this this minister came from. Uh, he was he was like he was he was kind of handicapped a little bit. That's mm. how I remember him. And I remember he was preaching, and I remember this brother said at the count of ten, I want everybody to start speaking in tongue who had Holy Ghost. And at that time, I thought that was just an, an amazing thing. Yeah. Because when he when he count when he counted to ten, everybody started speaking in some in some tongue. Some type of tongue, yeah. And at that time, I thought that was by the spirit. And come to find out, it's not by the spirit. Not for a man to tell you he he telling God what to do. Yeah. And at the count of ten, I mean, church was probably five hundred people in there. So people just running around everywhere. Oh, Hundreds crazy. of people. Oh my days. And so when I started hearing the truth being taught, one day I just I just started crying, man, because I'm looking like, you mean to tell me all these people over here who, and many of them were like sincere people. Yeah, yeah. Very sincere, you know. You mean to tell me they were just all able to speak in tongue at the same time yeah. when the man counted to one or counted down to one? Yeah. I just started crying, bro, because I'm like, man, like this is crazy. Yeah. You know, they obviously they believed in Christmas. Um, they believe in Easter. Easter. Um, everybody is called by God. Not everybody <laughs> said that God. <laughs> I mean, you could be at a you could be at a convention. Well, we didn't call it conventions. We called it uh, a conference, like a revival or, or, or revival. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, literally every brother you talk to, yeah, man, God called me, man, and He called me here. God sent me. God called. I mean, it was just. Everything God called, man. I never, and I mean, it was just, and they, and they taught against some things, but many things it, it didn't touch. It didn't touch. And how many years were you there before um, coming across the truth of God? So I was there from 2007 to 2010. 2010, okay. And yeah. being uh, brought up, was it like, you know, always, you know, you're in the church and going to church or going to church was a decision that like you just, you know, said, let me no, go. No, believe it, it or not, I had no church background at all, man. Mm -hmm. I was actually, uh, man, I'm coming, even though I don't present myself like that, mm -hmm. but man, I'm coming from the hood, man. Oh, I'm coming God. from- Really? Yeah, man, I'm coming from the hood, man. <laughs> I just I just don't want that type of image. That's why you never really would see me in a, uh, and again, this is just me. I'm not saying this is for everybody. I'm just saying, yeah. that's why you see me wear a lot of like button up shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, I'm coming from the hood with the chains on, the earrings on, the jewelry on. Really? Uh, yeah, man. Oh my days! I would, yeah, I would have, I would have never thought that before ever. Bro, I was almost in a gang, man. Wow. Yeah. Ex 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 explain, explain to us a bit on how how that went. I know 
you know, you know, most times when you're in the States, you know, how hoods can be in the States. Cause I was in the, at one point uh, when I was attending Malcolm X college in Chicago, I was living in the hood in, uh, well, it was on 46th street. It was a Hispanic uh, area. And I didn't really understand what, um, I, I kind of knew what the hood was. Cause you know, there's hoods in, in, uh, in, in Canada and there's places from where I'm from. Oh, yeah, I heard about Toronto. Oh yeah, Toronto. Toronto it's really, it's, uh, it's around Scarborough. Scarborough is like, it's, it's, you may have your good, nice sides, but Scarborough is where you hear a lot of the stuff uh, uh, happening. And then the city where I'm originally from, which is Brampton, Ontario, a lot of crazy stuff are happening there as well. You know, shootings, people are, are getting killed not too far from where uh, I was living and so forth. So it's, it's, when I was in Chicago, that was a whole, that was a whole different story. I'm talking about, you know, it, they, they, they don't even want to go to school. They didn't even want to go to high school. Like, I, it's not that they didn't want to go in terms of learning. Like, they just did not know how to pronounce things. The pronunciations were all over the place. It was, it was messed up. I met a, I met a, a, a girl at that time. I don't know. I think I was around 18 or 19, I believe. She was 19 and already had three kids. And I, and I wow. asked them, I said, how is this wow. even possible? She, they're like, oh, bro, it's just a hood, fam. This is just... It's just the hood. This is what it is. That's that's what the lifestyle is. And Chicago, it was it's a whole different, different, so different, is. different type of hood over there. Like you, if you want, uh, as they say, if you want, if you want smoke, if you want, if you want that heat, it's not too far at all. I got flagged twice while I was over there. Uh, people thought I guess I wasn't a gang, I, although I never even presented myself to be in one in that manner, but. In terms of getting in that atmosphere, like how did that even start for you to get, you know, let me put the earrings on, let me get that wrist watch, you know, and, and how did you almost uh, get into a gang as well? So really, it all comes down to it's your environment. Mm. Like if that's so, if you if you grew up in that particular area, that's all you know. Yeah. You know, and obviously you got many good people that, that came out of bad neighborhoods mm -hmm. that were more mentally strong. And, and or had people that they can they had mentors yeah. people that mentored them to help them to get out but in, in most cases what you see that's all you see so, mm -hmm. so you're not thinking about growing up having kids and all that getting married you're not thinking about that all you're thinking about is what can i do to impress thinking about hey I, i'm you know i gotta make sure that i'm ready in case i get into a fight yeah. and make sure i got a weapon or something on me you know, it's just, it's just your environment. Yeah. So it wasn't something that I wanted to do. It's just, we didn't have no choice. Yeah. Okay. Going to school, you know, I was always the type of guy that I wasn't wanting to pick on people or nothing like that, even okay. till this day, yeah. but I'm cool with everybody. I show respect to everybody. So that was how people kind of looked out for me. Cause they're like, Oh, well, this guy, Mark, he ain't doing nothing to nobody. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the type I'll come up and like to give you a quick story. But I was in high school one day and this guy was walking by me and, uh, you know, I don't mind speaking first. It takes nothing from me if you don't say nothing back to me. Mm -hmm. So me and this, you know, I'm walking through the hallway and this, this dude that everybody respected from this particular area. He walking by. So I see him like, hey, man, what's up? The guy didn't say nothing to me. He just looked at me, kept it moving, mm -hmm. whatever. So one time I'm in his hood playing basketball. I got my jewelry on, you know, out there. You can't be in everybody hood wearing mm -hmm. jewelry. Yeah, you yeah. know, if, if so, they're going to come get you. Hmm. So, you know, they coming up to me and I'm like, oh, man, I'm get, it's get ready to get we get ready to get it popping out here. Hmm. The boy that 
see me walking in the hallway, he like, yo, that's my man, yo, don't touch him. So guess what they all thinking now? If that's his man, now he's our man now. Yeah. So now that whole hood looking out for me now as a result of what this one dude said, and I still don't know the dude name to this day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he came up, yo, don't touch him, that's my man. Yeah. I'm looking like, cause they, they, they was getting ready to get me, man. One dude against 20, cause I'm not scared to go on nobody hood, man. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah, is, yeah. I don't know if that's a smart thing or not. Because yeah. you know, you can mess around and be in an area where you're not supposed to be at. But mm. I'm not, I was just out there balling. I went there with maybe two or three guys cause we had cut school. Yeah. Shouldn't have been cut school in the first exactly, place. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But, but the boy was there and he <laughs> like, yeah, man. He like, it's my man. So now everybody who was there at that park they say, oh, that's his man. So now I can come through there. Everybody show much Everybody love. Everybody show much love. So but what would have happened if I didn't say nothing to him walking in the school though? Yeah. So that's why I'm always quick to greet people, always quick to say what's up to people. Yeah. So that's kind of how I stayed out of a lot of trouble because I was always cool with everybody. Okay, okay. And how is it that you almost got into a gang? So that happened because once again, that's all that we see. Yeah. So in in a, uh and so here in this area um in 2005 2006 mm-hmm. is when the gang stuff really we always had it it just wasn't as you know prevalent as it is now yeah. so uh you know everybody they had this thing where you didn't want to get in the gang because you got jumped into it because mm-hmm. you didn't want to be in it you wanted to get in on your own you ain't want to you know, like what I what do I mean by that? That mean like if I'm walking, if I'm hanging out with a certain group of people, and you study hanging around with them, and the big homie come through there, and they're like, "Yo, who's this guy? Oh, this mm. such and such. We grew up with him. What gang is he in? Oh, he ain't in nothing. He in something now." Mm. And they would just jump jump you into it, man. It's, and it's not it easy. Wow. And they would just jump you into it, so you never wanted to get into a gang like that. You wanted to get mm. in on your own accord, but mm. thankfully. God always put me around people or allowed people to be in my life who had some type of respect mm. of every, they had everybody's respect. Mm. So when I would come over, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm trying to get down and be like, man, look, this ain't for you, man. Yeah. Go to school. Cause I still was working. I was a working man. <laughs> you know, I was a yeah. working man. I wasn't the yeah. type, like, I'm not no, you couldn't get me to go shoot somebody if they ain't do nothing to me. Yeah. 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 You know, so I know I wasn't built for no gang, man. Yo, we, we got problem over here. So, uh, but yeah, they would always, somehow I would be around dudes like OGs that people respected. Mm-hmm. It was like, nah, man, this ain't for you, man. Yeah. So they would always like back me down. And then eventually I met this young lady and she's the one that invited me to church, but took me off the streets. To the UPC, to the UPC right. church. Oh, so okay. now Tuesdays, Thursdays and Sundays, which is the same schedule that I have now mm-hmm. at First Church. Cause we had services the same days, Tuesday, Thursday and Sunday. <laughs> But that's what kind of took me out the streets. I started going to church now. Okay. But yeah, man, we seen we didn't seen people got stabbed up, shot up, two dead bodies in front of us. Uh, I mean, you see, yeah. how, how old how old were you at that time? Like seeing 18, all that. 18. So what what does that do? What does that do to you know uh uh your mind when you when you get exposed and you see something like that growing up? Like what do you, do you have flashbacks when you go to bed? Do you have nightmares? Like what does that do? Well. Be, it's kind of like if you're around something for a long period of time, to be honest with you, don't do nothing to you. They don't do nothing to you. That, that's why I laugh and I marvel when I see people want to be hood. Oh, man, you know what it is. And I'm looking at them like, these guys is a bunch of suckers, man. 
they really don't know what they're talking about. They really don't know what this thing entails. Because yeah. if you really knew what the hood was all about, you don't want no part. I'm not saying there were some good things that we did learn. You know, it was a lot of good things that I learned from out there. You know how to be street smart. Street smarts, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I mean by when I when I learned certain yeah. things. But people that grew up in good neighborhoods, and you want to put on, you want to portray this image, mm. and then when you see these guys, and you get pulled somewhere, yo, let me talk to you, and then you go check their temperature. You're like, man, these guys are a bunch of suckers. Why, mm. why, why do you want this type of life? Mm-hmm. Like, if I can. If I can do it all over again, man, bro, I want to get raised in a good neighborhood, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this walking, like carrying, we- I had to carry weapons on me. I know it don't look like it, but yeah, I had yeah. to carry weapons on me out of protection. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So it was like when I started going to the UPC church, you know, even there, they did teach about you, you can't be having weapons and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. So I remember how vulnerable I felt being out in the street with mm-hmm. no gun on me, no knife on me, no nothing on me. And I'm just like, man, like it was, it was scary, bro. Yeah. And the only reason, because that's what everybody did. So mm-hmm. a lot of people say, well, these guys got guns now and all that. But if everybody got guns and you're the only one that don't have a gun, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna win that war, man. You're not gonna win that war. So you're only doing what you see everybody else do. Cause most people out here are cowards. Most, most people that you run into, they got a big mouth, but when it's time for, for action, they're not ready for that. That's crazy. They're not ready for that. Wow, yeah, so, like, it, it almost it, had me, man. No, it, it goes to show you how how wonderful God can clean somebody up. You know right, what I right. mean? Because you see brothers and you see sisters. I mean, I might want to think, hmm, I wonder if he was this or if she was that, if that right. was that, you know? And just coming to find out that, you know, you he was almost going to be in the gang. You was that guy from the hood and stuff. You do, I can see the flamboyantness in the, right. you know, conversating everybody. Hey, what's good, man? You know, that one person, everybody just didn't have no problem with because he was just that guy. He was himself, you know, showed respect and so and so. That's all it was, bro. It was exactly. nothing like, I'm not scaring nobody up. Mm-hmm. I'm not, oh, when they see me, oh, that's more, oh, y'all better be. But yeah, because yeah. I was cool with everybody, maybe you wasn't scared of me, but you were scared of the people who had my back. Exactly, exactly. So, and so as a result of that, when you see me, you like, oh, you know, I'm gonna show him respect. Oh, out, of, out of them, not because of me, nothing I did. Yeah. Because if it was just me, you'd probably be like, man, get out of here. <laughs> so now in terms of, you know, your transition of, you know, you've been at the UPC church uh, and now you you come to First Church. Was that transition difficult for you? You know, because you've been at the UPC for a few years. And uh, as I was uh, interviewed or better, uh, just James, um, he was explaining like it's, it's for some people, it's not easy because he was around people, you know, they prayed for you, helped you financially, sincere people, you know what I mean? It's like some of your families there. And a lot of the times it's not easy for people to just jump and and go somewhere else until they really start to get that understanding where I can't wait for my mom. I can't wait for my dad. I, I, you know, I get uh, um, so-and-so has done a lot for me and done this for me, but they shouldn't be blackmailing me and for me to wanting to go and have better for myself. You right, know, right. so in terms of, being under, uh, you know, the woman preachers, you know, people speaking in tongues on account of 10 and so forth. And the other things you're seeing and all that, how difficult was that transition from seeing, you know what, I'm gone, I'm done with this. Did you let your, 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 your the bishop know or so forth? Cause I know that's another struggle some people have where, oh, I think I should talk to my bishop first and, you know, let him know that I'm going to leave, which, you know, he's not going to just say, all right, thank you for coming. You right, know, right, right. he's going to really try to convince you, especially if he hears his PJ, 
He's going to try to let you know all of man. Nah, this this guy I'm telling you was very tough. You're going to suffocate in there. The woman I'm telling you, they suffer. They're going to probably just event, you know, some type of stuff because they know if if they, they, they know, okay, you know, I could probably still get them mentally. I already got him here the first time. So right. let me see what I can do to keep her around or keep him around, you know? So right. how difficult was that transition from the UPC um, to First Church? Well, it was very difficult because like you mentioned, man, it's like many and many of these type of churches, it's almost like a family. Mm. So not just saying a natural family church, but I'm saying like, like to give you an idea, in between service, 15, 20 of us would go to one person house. Wow. So we taking our ties off, shoes off, we yeah. eating, we laughing, we mm. having a good time until the second service on Sunday. So it's like you guys become an actual family. So now you start coming to church, really, especially after you get exposed to truth, you start coming just to come. Yeah. But really, you're not getting on, you know, you're not going with what the man is saying. So it's like, it was very difficult, man, because like I told you, I was I was popular. Yeah. You know, uh, God, God always blessed me to be able to wherever I go at to just be cool with everybody, you know, because I don't mind like what I mentioned to you. I don't mind saying what's up to people first. Yeah. And I try to do to people what I want people to do to me. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, if I miss one day of service, bro, people calling me, bro, where you at? Yeah. Bro, where you at? At you, uh, if you miss one day at service at the UPC. Right. Yeah. So there was times where I would sneak. <laughs> Imagine that. I'm sneaking to church. I, would, I wouldn't come to our service and mm-hmm. I'll go to first church mm-hmm. to, to sneak there to see what was being taught. And uh, one day, bro, everybody, oh, where you was at? Da, da, da. that's how popular I was over there yeah. you know everybody so it's like to leave all of that mm. it was very difficult and I remember having to talk with one of the ministers there he was like so what is it about this pastor Jennings like I noticed a lot of men are going over there jeez he said a lot of men was going over there and that's because not just men everybody need to work yeah. but I'm saying for men man you coming from the streets man mm. even if you're not coming from the streets we're still men it take a hard message to, to really try to convert a brother yeah. and a sister yeah it takes something rough man those this small stuff that's being taught man it's it's not enough to keep you mm-hmm. you know and i can say that as, as a young man i'm 35 years old mm-hmm. so i can say like man like i know that if it wasn't for god almighty blessing pastor Jennings to preach what he preached i wouldn't even be in church today bro 90 plus percent i'm not making this up man mm-hmm. 90 plus percent of the people around my age that was at the UPC church that I was at are gone. Backslid. Uh, just doing their own thing now. 90 plus percent, bro. So it's like they only had a message that can keep you just for a little bit. And even that little bit, it still wasn't keeping it's you. Not it's not just, You just was going there. So it was very difficult. But um, after I told God, allow this particular situation to happen. And man, he allowed it to happen. I didn't want it to happen, but it was the best thing that could happen to me. No, and now, and, uh, <clears throat> no I'm glad you, you mentioned that uh, in terms of, because that's the danger in falsehood. A lot of people don't understand, you know, it's you, people think, you know, when we mention falsehood, they think, it's, they think this is a game, you know, they think this is for fun. They right. think this is a joke in terms of really getting your soul right. Because later on, when you don't have something to keep, especially what the world has to offer. Like PJ, I believe is the only, only, only preacher I've ever heard in my entire life to mention 
that if anybody tells you that the world has nothing to offer, are li- they're lying to you. Right. The world has so sure. much, especially today. So much out there. So man. much to offer. You know, and it, it's to the point where when you have something weak, it's like, because for me, <clears throat> I was one of those ones that when I heard the heart teaching the first time, I, I, I loved it because I that's what I was used to. That's what I needed. I'm from the athlete world. You think when the coach is trying to get after you, come on, buddy, we need you to be better. Right. That's you, true. What? That's true. Come on. Especially they, cursing you out and everything. You know, especially when they knew you had thick skin. They don't like, yo, come on. You know, you. I was used to that militant background. If I was, whether it was like being disciplined hard from my father, I was used to a militant uh, uh, background. You know, it, I was reproved very harshly. You know, it wasn't soft. And when you're in something soft for so long, and you know, those of you watching uh, 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 from the outside, when you're in falsehood for so long, when you're in falsehood for uh, a good amount of time, as Brother Mark is saying, a lot of you, and this is what happened from a foster's I was at. Most of the ones that were like, and as, as most, and I, I, I would, I told them it's going to happen to the same ones growing up in it. Same ones growing up, same thing. Listen right. to whatever, talk however, say whatever, because it's not, it's not programmed to realize, yo, how am I being, how am I doing this? And I'm like this and I'm acting like this and I'm going to church. You know, so that's the real danger in in, in falsehood. And as you say, sometimes a lot of the people, they are sincere, you yes, know, but, are. you know, sincerity is not going to get you to heaven nowadays, no. you know, so, but in terms of, you know, that transition and then you come into the truth, as a lot of people see, you have such a profound relationship um, uh, uh, with uh, with pastor and and how, 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 how did you establish yourself? I should say, come into first church, because a lot of the times, when people come to first church, you know, it's, it's just that established and especially the way you are where it's like that high and, you know, not everybody had that reception coming, you know, cause you know, of course the way PJ preaches, you just don't know who coming in. Right, 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 right. We don't know what kind we don't know what type of spirits is coming in and, and all that. How did you, how did you establish yourself? You get there, you know, how, how did that go for you? So well, one thing I want to clear up, I'm just a, I'm just a regular brother. That's it. Like I'm yeah. just a regular brother. Um, you know, when I see, you know, I, I don't just see Pastor Jennings as just a pastor. I see him as a as a father, too, it's because I never really had that in my life. My father passed away uh, actually in 2010 as well, a few, maybe a month or two or three after I started going to first church. But even though he passed away at that time, he still wasn't really in my life. So I really didn't have no father figure. But one thing that uh, the UPC did teach me was to have respect for leadership so they didn't teach a lot of stuff but they was starch when it come to respecting leadership so i always had that mindset like even if it wasn't the so-called pastor but even if it was brothers who he put in position Mm. you still reverence and gave respect Mm. to that brother so when i came to first church pastor jennings I, i just wanted to clear up we, I don't want to put it out there like, oh, you know, we got this close relationship. Yeah, I, yeah, I love yeah, him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying when I, I just show a lot of respect towards him and in my presence, nobody going to speak against the man of God. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. I mean, nobody's right. going to do that. Not not in front of me. You can't even play around and joke mm-hmm. talking about the man of God because I'll cut you off quick. Yeah. You know, so it's just I just happen to be in a position where I may have to contact them because I do the baptisms. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, if I don't know where to send the people at, 
I got to contact pastor. Where do you want me to send these brothers at or these sisters at? So that's really kind of how it, you know, I just wanted to be, be clear, like, you know, I'm not just sitting in the office and we chilling every day. Yeah, type yeah, stuff. no, for sure, for sure. You know, Absolutely, I understand. But, um, you know, we just, you know, I got much respect for what I see. Pat. And again, there's a lot of stuff I can tell you where God would literally, what's the, how to, what's the word I want to use? Like, God will allow certain things to take place where he was just confirm who Pastor Jennings is. Wow. Meaning like, um, a quick story one day and i probably told you this before it was on a wednesday night and i was home you know and i just felt like man god is not answering this prayer i want him to answer and i said to myself i just want to know if he hear me because really it's up to god almighty if he want to make that thing manifest so i said listen god I said uh just like i'm talking to you yeah. i said god listen if if you hear me i just want to know that you hear me if you hear me tomorrow night I want you to allow Pastor Jennings to go into whatever book, whatever chapter and verse that I want him to go into. Mm. Now, normally, Pastor don't always teach on Thursdays. He may have some of the other brothers mm. uh, come teach on Thursdays. So I wasn't even thinking about none of that. Mm. I just said, look, I want him to be able to do it. So the, so the following day came Thursday night. That's usually when we have service on Thursday night. And um, I forgot everything that I said. So I'm sitting in service. Uh, Evangelist Todd was reading for him that night and he had called a chapter for him to already go to. Mm -hmm. So as soon as he called the chapter, I'm like, oh, no, 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 God. I carry like this book bag or like a like a laptop bag I used to carry. I got a book bag now, but I carry this laptop where I have my scriptures and stuff in. So I grab that. I go inside, I open the book up anywhere. And I'm just trying to figure something out of what I'm going to uh, tell God to have him go to. Yeah. And I just opened the book up to second Esther's chapter five, verse one. And the reason I chose that particular scripture, because it talked, I seen the word tokens in there mm -hmm. and I had never heard Pastor Dennis teach out of that. I can't say he never taught it because he could have taught it in Africa. Yeah. You know, he could have taught it in one of the other branch temples, but I never heard him teach it. So I said, God, tell him to go here. I speak the truth and lie not, bro. The minute that those words fell out my mouth, Pastor Dennis was like, he looked at Minister Taj and said, go to second estrus, chapter five, and at verse one. And I just started crying, like not like boo-hooing, yeah, but yeah, I just started yeah. crying because I'm like, here is God listening to this piece of dirt talking about myself. Yeah. And then he was able to use the man of God. Not only that, but you know, some people fight the other books. Yeah. So why would God Almighty tell him to go to a book that's not inspired. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that until after, after I said it. But after I started thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, even he went to second estrus. Yeah. Some of the books that people fight, but yet, why would God tell him to go there? Yeah. And that's when literally, as soon as I said, God, tell him to go here, he, he had already caught the scripture already. And then he just told him, Yo, give me second estrus, chapter that's, five, that's verse one. Oh, wow, you know, wow. so I, and there's other things that have taken place, but that's why, you know, I see him the way I see him. I know God is with him. So with that, I try to show respect to not not only him, but all the brothers that's laboring along with him. And in terms of, you know, being, of course, in there for, I think you said it's going to be like 11 years for you. Yeah, past 11 years. Man. Past 11 years now. Uh, you know, those who have, you know, not say backslid, but 
have you you know seen people leave and and come back or have you just seen people just leave like over time how was that uh you know not uh, affect you know whatever way but what would you tell yourself or what would you see in terms of you know somebody in such a teaching like this a message like this and to leave it today now during these times you know uh, i because of course being in headquarters you're going to see those things those that come in those that come out not that you're watching and paying attention or oh, i'm making sure this person's coming in to, you know but you just right, right. see some come in and, and come out especially you know within the the uh bishop ellis which i believe you know a lot a lot of people including myself were were shocked you right, know right. in terms of something like that uh, how does you know how does how does one should you know react or something like that because nobody of course you know nobody wants that to be them right. you know that's why you know uh, uh pj's very adamant on us being humble when we pray not going like as if we're somebody you right. know like oh god you know what i'm saying i got these haters on me you know what i'm saying they, they you know whatever the case right is. right i agree it's to really make known that you know what god i i don't i don't want don't it says like don't because some he can say he's he never leaving god he has the experience he has he, you know, he has that knowledge. He has, you know, whatever, all he's been through to say. Not everybody can say that. I agree. You know what I mean? So I in terms of seeing something like that, in terms of, you know, going through such experience, what manner, you know, should one or as yourself react to that? Because anybody could say, oh, man, maybe maybe something's on the inside, you know? Right, 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 right. Maybe, maybe there's something we don't know that's going to, you know, that's just how, you know, things go and, and, and so forth. But how does one react react to that so the first thing i'll say well number one you just have some people that just can't handle the teaching mm. you know and it's a very that's why i don't judge anybody i really don't i have countless people come and they just we know we just 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 talking just talking and and people are going through some stuff man people are struggling in certain areas because this is a difficult thing for people to do man you're trying to get people to do something that the body and the mind don't want to do doesn't want to do you know, so always compare it to like a piece of ice, man. Like that ice can sit in that ice box for a long time, thousands of years. But the minute that you change the environment hmm. and it start to sit, you change the environment, you will notice that that ice gonna start to melt. Hmm. So you really, so you got to make sure that you that you're putting yourself in the right environment. Some people that come to church just because they come don't mean that they listen. Exactly. And that's really the key. Like Pastor Jennings often tell people about. You know, get this teaching in you. Get it in you, man. Leave these false prophets alone on YouTube. And people don't listen. And this is why as soon as people leave, I from as soon as I hear, oh, such and such left, had an itching ear. They want to hear, oh, oh, I got to hear what they're saying about my leader. Mm. He told you don't do that. Mm. So disobedience, there has to be some repercussions for that. Mm. You know, so people, that's why. I mean, I don't, I don't mess with them false prophets on YouTube, man. I really don't because you don't, you don't want a seed to get planted in you. Exactly. And now it may not affect you in 2021, but maybe 2024, mm. that stuff start growing inside of you. Now you start coming to church, looking at the man of God the wrong way because it was some fool you've been watching put inside of you. So a lot of these people are just, they, they getting caught up with people listening to different things. And many people, they already want a reason to have to leave first church anyway. Yeah. You know, they already, because most people are used to being in churches where the preacher coming out, hugging everybody yeah, and yeah, yeah. he bringing you over to the house. I mean, you got 20 people there, <laughs> you know, 
obviously you it's going to be a little bit more closer. Yeah, you got right. 20 people. First church is a worldwide church. Worldwide, man. Worldwide is all over the place. I literally get baptism requests every day. I'm not making that up. If you look at through all the portals that people contact us through email, calling, YouTube, Facebook, um, I get text messages, people, hey, bro, uh, call this person. They want to get baptized. This is literally happening every day. And from, from everywhere, from everywhere. From everywhere, man. From everywhere. So it's like people got this is a this is a worldwide church, man. So it's not like that. So it's so to to kind of touch what you're saying, I see a lot of people just not being obedient to, and again, this is a hard way. I'm not saying it's an easy mm -hmm. way at all. It's a very this thing brings tears to my eyes. It really do. Because you want to do something that you can do mm. and that you're able to do. But you have to discipline yourself in a way to not do that thing. Oh. That's very difficult to do. This is why he, he often tells us, man, get this word in you. Get it in you. And most people, you can get as much word in you as you want. But if you're listening to other guys and you barely have holiness down pat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now somebody come along. Well, what about this? Oh, there ain't no apostles no more. And if your ear is is not hearing what you're supposed to be hearing over here, mm. you, you're not going to be around long. I remember yelling at a brother. Uh, one, one time me and his brother was talking and he was telling me he was listening to this particular brother on YouTube and this brother older than me. I mm. yelled at him. I said, man, leave that brother alone. Yeah. I did that because I love my brother. Yeah. And you know what? Some, some years down the line, I could see where he started deviating. Wow. Cause he was allowing that, that, that seed and got any, thank God I see him now mm -hmm. trying to make an effort. But at one time, man, he was going away, man. Mm -hmm. He was going away because he was listening to stuff he shouldn't be listening to. So, you know, and again, people leave for all type of reasons, but those are the two that I see people either. It's just, it's just too hard. They're like, listen, man, it's just too hard for me, you know? And then, but the second thing that I see in my experience, I'm not saying this is everybody, yeah, yeah. but from what I see from my experience, they got the wrong people in their ear. So yeah. I just say, just stay away from that type of stuff, man. People start coming and want to try to plant certain seeds and you get away from them people. Get away from them people. That's great. Because you're going to, you know, obviously maybe see a post from your cousin or relative on Facebook or somebody, right. you know, there's some type of thing you're saying. But in terms of really, because there's a lot of, there's a whole lot of them out there. You know, oh, I could tell you this, there's a book. There was one, he um what he was doing he was the i guess this was his way of debating pj on the trinity he was playing a clip of pj on his tv and would stop it and would go and and make it seem this is where pastors I'm, you know i would see a whole lot of things right, right, and right. then there was one specific one i don't want to you know i'm not gonna mention his name because i don't want nobody you know to go on um yeah. this was uh, somebody who was in you know first church that is so adamant on, on speaking against it. And then there's one thing I realize of what PJ says moreover, if you notice what these who these false prophets are constantly talking about, they're not talking about TD Jakes, they're not talking about Joel Osteen, they're not talking about these other Creflo dollar, they're not talking about these other devils out there. They're not talking about them. The one person they're talking about or the one church they're talking about is first church of That's our right. Lord Jesus Christ. Why, why, why are they paying so much attention to us then? And the fact that some would set up their times knowing, you know, first church is coming to their town and the churches would make sure they're 
putting things the same time, the same dates, just to make sure there are people, it, it's just going to show like, is, is people in this for real or is people just doing this or we got to hide it, them from, you know, PJ, we got to hide them right. from first church or whatever the case is. But no, you know, that's, that's wonderful advice. So those of you hearing and listening that, yeah, because like I said, I could be, you know, 2021, I'm just listening to it. Cause I, I mean, I'm telling you a lot of people do this. That's right. A lot of, a lot of people want to send stuff. Uh, um, you know, oh, hey, hey, look at what this false prophet said and stuff. Not realizing that thing you sent, that probably it may not plant a seed in you, but you just planted a seed in That's that right. brother or in that sister. That's right. You know, so it, I had it's, a sister that hit me up. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no Um, So a sister, I contacted her so that she can be baptized. So we set everything up. She ended up getting baptized. Everything was good. So then she sent me a clip of a brother speaking against pastor. And I told the sister, I said, sis, leave that stuff alone, sis. So she didn't listen to me, started listening. And then she sends me a text message maybe a few weeks later. And was like, oh, I'm, she was like, I'm, I'm like, her mind was twisted because of what she heard. And she was like, I didn't know that Pastor Jennings believed this, da, da, da. I said, sis, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about, sis? And um, she's like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to say what it is because I don't want people to look this up on YouTube. Yeah. But the brother was pretty much speaking against pastor. And at the time, I said, sis. And after we started talking, she was like, she, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, but in my mind, I'm saying, this is why I told you to leave that stuff alone. And I said, sis, this is why I told you, leave this stuff alone. She was like, I'm going to stop listening to that. And mm -hmm. she, but she was like, the brother had her head all twisted up. Listening to stuff. Listen, your baptism clothes are still wet. Exactly. Why are you want to listen to all? Of, you just got baptized. Just got baptized. Baptized. Your baptism clothes is still wet, yeah. and you want to go. I want to hear what they're saying about the man of God. No, who cares? Yeah. Everybody gonna be speaking against them. Of course. This is how you know God is in it. Yeah. Everybody, because they know the drawing powers here. Yeah. These brothers are never gonna be able to draw people. Not, and not the right way. They're yeah. not gonna be able to draw them the right oh, way. So they. Yeah. So let me let me put first church name in a in a post or some or in a YouTube video. They know most people are gonna click on it, you know. And everybody, you know, they it's man, it frustrates me when I see this stuff, man. But the oh, sister yes. literally called me almost like she get ready to leave first church yeah. off of hearing what her brother was saying that was that was inaccurate teaching. Yeah, you know. So it's like people just gotta be careful, man. Gotta be careful. Because what one thing they, they don't realize or understand as well is that in terms of these false prophets, you know, they're false for a reason. They're good at what they do. You know, yeah. they, they're good. And the first place they're going to obviously try to get you is over here. You know, because if I can get your mind all twisted up and confused, you know, and as you're saying, she she just gets baptized. Just got baptized. You know, your babe coming in this thing and already you're trying to go hear some stuff. Oh man, I didn't know he was like this, you know, and cause they'll know there's, there's going to be that one person who just introduced the first church who's just, cause a lot of people do that. And, you know, I, I get it with the condition that people thought the church was in, which is like the TD Jakes and Creflo dollar. So they're going to think everybody's like this, I agree. you know, they're going to, they're going to think. So the one thing is going to say, you know, let me just go on YouTube and see, Oh, you know, Jennings, is a fault, you know, what do these guys have to say and so forth and all that. But in, in terms of seeing this, like for me, the day I got baptized in this thing, it, I've, on, I've only seen nothing but growth. I wasn't in here from the basement times and all that. No, no, no. Right. 
I've ever since I've been baptized in this tea, ever since I've been baptized, I only seen nothing but growth, whether it be baptism, whether it be from the, the gymnasium to the lower auditorium. Now it's going to be from the lower auditorium to the upper auditorium. I've seen nothing, nothing but growth. Wonderful. I'm a very, uh, 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 you know, strong uh, minded man, especially when it comes to this teaching and stuff. But even I myself, I'm not trying to go on YouTube and search up what do false prophets have to say about Because for me, I really don't care. Yeah, you like, know, I, it's like, what? Why? And the first thing is, why is, why is there any care? You know, if people are just going to talk about it, you're just walking on the street, they're just going to talk, they're going to talk, whatever. But right. for me to deliberately take time out of my day to go on YouTube to see, let's see what they're saying about Pastor Jenny. It's it just not. And some will say, well, Sandimo, look, you, you were um, explaining on the ad of PJ making money. That was just, a, it just popped up. I never searched that up. I never right. want to go and say, let me see lies. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. It was something that came up where it was another brother that posted it I on Facebook. It. You know what one. I mean? Yep. Letting people one. know. So it's just for me just to clarify that in case you see it. So now that way you hear, oh, okay. Because okay. something is something like that. That's so easy. I'm going to believe it. I thought, I thought Pastor said you're not making money from the church. Yeah. I did, but this thing says that he, you know, it's that easy. You know, so that that is just, you know, wonderful, wonderful advice, uh, uh, Brother Mark, in terms of really really just leaving, leaving us. And those of you watching in truth, leave, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. Just leave, whether you've been in here for one day or 10 years, you have someone that's been in it for 11 years telling you, leave it alone. Leave it alone. And one thing uh, uh, Brother James said, he said he remembers PJ saying to people to not listen that's to that one specific person. He told that, he said, till this day, brother, I, I have I have never listened to that man. When the apostle is telling you something, he's not telling you, uh, even though it, it, it'll, it'll hurt you, which is it's right. going to do. It's not to hurt you to make you go to hell. It's to hurt you so you can keep your soul. Right. You understand? Right. So it's I like. realize he's a watchman. Ex exactly. Watching over the flock. Exactly. So the watchman telling you a wolf is coming. You got, you got to, and, and that's the, I don't think people really understand the position that, God Almighty put Pastor Jennings in, bro. Oh no, I don't. I don't think. I try to figure out. Like, I don't want to. I don't. I think people just look at him sometimes and just. Oh no, your brother. They got some knowledge. Yeah. They don't understand their position and the authority that God Almighty gave them. Yeah. Or they don't have the experience. That's why I have. You know, I only been around for eleven years. Mm. And just for a little experience, even like just communicating with different brothers. Yeah. Or sisters, they're like, yeah, Pastor Dennis told me this, mm. and it happened exactly how it said it happened. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many times I heard that. Wow. He said, God showed him this, and this was going to take place, mm -hmm. and exactly the way that he told him is how it happened. You know, like, people, for some people, I guess they just looking, yeah, it's a good, he's a good preacher, he got a lot of wisdom, but they don't understand the authority mm -hmm. and the position that God put him in. Yeah. Uh, no, if that's he tell you to stay away from something, stay away from it. Mm -hmm. Simple that's as that. True. No, that's something I, I for me, I, I I know it, and that's all so people see him as. You know, it's just uh, you know, a man with knowledge, you know, he's a pastor, he's strict, you know, they don't really, really understand in terms of you know, or, or I don't think people even really understand what an apostle is. Sometimes people read the, the scriptures like I as agree. if it's just this everyday story. 
you know, like, do, do you know what an, do you know who an apostle is? You know, do you know what it is? And so it's, 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 that's why it's like, I, I say it moreover, you know, in terms of you saying that really, you know, just stop listening to these people out there. It's really for some brothers and sisters in the teachings as well. You know, I used to get the videos. Sometimes I just, I'll just leave you on scene. I'll just leave you on open. I, I don't want to make it seem like I didn't see them. I want you to see that I seen it. And, and that's all I, that I just did put you on scene. You know, because I, I, you're just wasting my time. What, what do I have to, what is me seeing? Like, it's falsehood. It's like me, it's like me sending you a video, Brother Mark. Look at these basketball players playing basketball. What, 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 look, let me show you some the NBA highlights. And listen, Brother Mark, it's going to be basketball player. What, what else were they supposed to play? Hockey? What right, else right, supposed right, to play? Right. Soccer? If you're sending me something where it's falsehood, it's falsehood for a reason. That's Why am right. I supposed to expect something else? Why am I supposed to be, expect something different? You know what I mean? So I it's, 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 that's just, it's just wonderful advice and advice. I keep hearing moreover, leave these false prophets alone, because as Say you said, it, it could be, I'm all nice and tranquil in 2021, 2024 come, you know, something, you know, so left and right type See, of thing comes it. around. It's Next dangerous, thing you know, man. It is dang. And that's what I, and that's why I said, I don't think people understand the type of man that we're following. Mm. And again, we never want to ever, ever at no time put Pastor Jennings above God. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, absolutely not. You, there's a, you know, God has always have to be number one oh, yeah. at all times. But that's who God sent. Mm. You got to respect that. You have to respect that. Mm. Even if you may feel like, oh, I don't agree with that. It's not about what you agree with. Mm. You know, if you ask God to help you. Exactly. You know, ask God to help you to, to, to understand it, help you to, to, to do it. But never, ever at no time do you want to, you know, if you're giving you instructions, man, you want to take and, and it's hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you this stuff is easy, man. It's not easy at all. The scripture even tell us that. Yeah. Endure it, man. You got to endure it. But you have to realize if you're telling you stop because he's not just talking about one false prophet. Yeah. None of these false prophets. Exactly. Cause these guys are dangerous, man. Dangerous, man. I see people come in, they they hear one thing, then you call them back. I've had that happen where we call people back. Hey, greetings, you know, this is, it was like this first church, yeah. Don't call me no more. And I'm looking like, but you contacted us yeah, yeah, for baptism. Yeah. yeah. But guarantee a false prophet got in their ear. Yeah. Guarantee, you know, so it's dangerous, man. So people gotta, listen, man, holiness is, is, <laughs> that's a lot right there you don't need to be looking at nothing else exactly. the time you spend in looking at false prophets you could be getting the word of god and you say you won't go to hell mm. and uh, you see what i'm saying mm. wasting and, time and, and another thing as well which uh you know you could touch on is is people in truth trying to find another apostle you know that's 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 something i've seen more <laughs> like it, it's you know, and it's it's tough because, like I said, within these you know podcasts, brothers and sisters, these things are to help and ed and and educate you. You know, um, it's something I never understood is why people are so adamant on trying to find. Like, if if there is another PG's never said he's the only one. No, no, he no. never said I'm the only one out here. I know he never no. said that. If there is another one, he's gonna come to truth. You get you get what I mean. So in terms of, you know, uh, uh, that, what would you have for people who are 
they're just constantly looking for another apostle or somebody, hey, this guy peaches like PJ, you know, he, he's pastoring like, you know, pastor, this and that. Uh, you know, he's an apostle. I believe this is the next one, you know, all of this and left it. Like me, so some people, for me, it's a simple delete, you know, on Facebook, delete. Because it's for me, I don't want to have any type of garbage. I agree. You know, and it's, I have deleted brothers when I would see that. Anytime I see people posting other stuff, who claiming that they following the truth of the God? The truth of God? Oh no! I block them, bro. Exactly. I don't want to. We don't need to talk, man, because there's gonna be somebody who's gonna click on what you putting out. There's no need for us to talk, man. Mm -hmm. I don't care who. Listen, I, I get along with everybody, man. Mm -hmm. Is there some people who, who don't like me? Of course, they're hard, man. But when it's all said and done, our our soul, man, it is is very important, man. Because I'm telling you, a see people. Don't, is very dangerous, very, especially when you've been warned. Mm. You've been warned to stay away. So why? I don't get how people get in a mind. I got to see if there's another apostle. Why? And, and look how hard it is to obey the teachings of just one. Look how, I, look. I don't understand it, bro. Why? Like, what is the purpose of you doing that? That's why I don't like when I see a lot of, and, and, and I see a lot of brothers doing this and sisters where they're, posting stuff, beating up on other churches and stuff. That's not your place. That's not your place. Sitting there condemning people. On, that's on not your place. Preaching on Facebook. Leave that to the man of God. That's not your place. The way you can help out is striving to live a holy life before the people. And people will come to you. Mm -hmm. Yo, what is it? Yo, bro, which, you know, I had a brother told me he was watching me for a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> where I was working at. Yeah. My brother told her dude. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, man, yo, yo, I can see the change, bro. This when I first started um going into the first church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was working at Home Depot overnight. Overnight, and, okay. Uh, okay. the brother came up to me. He like, yo, he was like, man, I can he said I can tell when you uh started changing up, man. I'm like, I'm looking at, I'm trying to figure out where he going at with this. Yeah. You know, cuz I ain't with that fairy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't with that fairy stuff, brother. Where you going at with this? So I listened to what the brother was saying, that, you know, because again, you got to watch everybody. It's not yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. feminine now. Mm. You got brothers that straight hood dudes, mm. you know, <laughs> amen. And I had to, so I'm looking, where this brother going at with this? Yeah. And then when he started talking, like, yeah, I can see, you know, when you when you started to change. Mm. And that brother, he he said the same month that I started following First Church. It was April of 2011. Wow. Me and him was talking. Yeah. He said, yeah, I can see when you, when you started changing, bro. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking like, people are watching, man. People are watching. People are watching how we conduct ourselves, mm -hmm. what we're saying, how we're doing different things. Exactly. So it's like, that's how you can help out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to live a, a holy life before God. Mm -hmm. and, and just post just post the apostle. Just post yeah, the apostle. Yeah, if you're going to post something. Post the apostle, you know, post that. that that's one thing I don't understand. If, if it's like, you know, of course you have, have cousins and stuff like that on Facebook and whatnot. If it's them posting, it's, it's just them. They just don't have the understanding. Oh, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. have the knowledge. That's I'm something I can understand. First church. Exactly. But right. brothers and sisters in first church. Right. That's why, because for, for me, at the end of the day, I got to protect my soul. That's you understand? Right. And all it takes, I don't care if that video gets one view. All it takes is just one person. Now they're, now they're listening to another. And then they're going to be saying, you know, this person's in first church and they're posting this. I mean, something, you know, they must be posting this for you. Know, that's how some people are, you know? So it's it's just, you know, within all of this, I, I, I've seen it. 
as you're hearing it moreover, brothers and sisters, just leave leave that stuff alone. If leave it's a it struggle alone, you man. have, it's a struggle you have, but leave it alone. You know, you don't have to go and this and that and boo boo. That's why, like, I don't even uh uh uh, uh I barely I'm barely on Facebook. The time I'm on is if I'm posting, you know, the podcast or whatnot, you know, people arguing on the comment sections and whatever this is. It's like people, people are gonna talk. Like I've heard it to my face. Oh, hey, that guy's a cult leader, you're in a cult, uh man is not professional, uh, uh this man is this, he reading a book from the white man or or from men. Like I just heard it, it just uh, this is stuff I'm hearing, you know, I'm being told by by family. You know oh, what I mean? It's, gonna it's, just, it's, it's, it's gonna keep coming. Stuff like that is not it's not gonna phase me. That that stuff is going to be there. It's right. going to be there, you know. And one thing for sure they do know is that there what there is a change. And like I like you said, the person was watching it for a year. That's that thing. People are watching. People they're not watching, gonna make man. it see, they're not gonna come to you and say, Hey, brother Mark, I'm I'm gonna be watching you. No, no. They're, not, they're gonna really look because they're you know look. how it is when someone goes and say, Oh, yeah, I'm in church. First thing people are saying, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. You, you in church and you smoking, right? Ah, ah, ah. It's a yeah, lot you, of hypocrisy. You're in church and you going to the club, ah, ah. but when they hear somebody in, church, they're gonna look. Yo, no, no, something different about this brother. Right. Know, he's not doing this. He's not doing like something really different. You know, they're gonna look, oh, and yeah. they're just waiting for that one. That's oh, that yeah. one thing. Just that one thing. Ah, yeah, we got, we got a lot of coming up to do. Exactly. A lot of coming up to do. We haven't we haven't came up to everything yet. No. But one thing I can say as a result of this message of holiness, though, mm. it put it it gives you the mind to want to do what's right. Yeah. You know, so even if you do something wrong, you got that mind. Oh, I got to get back up. Mm. I got to keep it. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I was in falsehood, man, I was trying to I was going after the Holy Ghost, man. And it just I just was frustrated. And one thing they teach you in falsehood, oh, if you ain't received the Holy Ghost yet, you must be doing something. Yeah. And do people don't know how dangerous that statement is. Yeah. Because now when you're going before God in prayer and, and in your mind, you're hearing people, well, you, you're probably doing something, bro. Mm -hmm. So now you're not even believing God going to give you the Holy Ghost yeah. because you're going to think, how I'm going to receive it? Because, because you're always going to be doing something. You see what I'm saying? I'm doing something. I don't know what I'm doing, exactly. but I'm doing something that's keeping me from it. But when mm -hmm. I came to first church, Pastor Genesis said, you have to wait on God. Just wait. That's it. Wait. Seek after him and wait. Mm -hmm. And that was so encouraging to me, man. It was so encouraging to me because it's like, all right, I'm going to just keep, I'm going to just do what he said do. Mm -hmm. And he would tell me that, man. And I'm telling you, uh, May 22nd, 2016 a few oh, minutes God. before two o'clock i never forget it man i was um so a sister had contacted me it was a week prior to me receiving the holy ghost wow. and the sister told me she said she said brother she was trying to encourage me and i thank god for that she said maybe you didn't receive the holy ghost yet because god get joy at seeing you continuing to come to him mm. and nothing is happening yeah and yo i don't know after she told me that, bro, it changed my whole mindset. Mm. And I'm like, all right, well, if I didn't receive it on this day, because really this is all for God. That's exactly. what it's supposed to be. Exactly, yeah. So if he's getting joy at seeing me continuing to go after him and nothing is happening, but yet God is getting joy in that because mm. he's seeing, oh, this brother's still coming. He's still believing yeah. and nothing happened. So she told me that on a Saturday, a week later, the next Sunday. Oh. 
Uh, this was just so the May 22nd is when the church started in the basement. So Pastor Jennings, yeah, May, May 22nd. Um, he So he got up that Sunday and the church was packed because we were getting ready to move to Lindley. Mm. So they started sitting a lot of brothers like on the pulpit. So a lot of us were sitting on the pulpit. And um, so he got up, he started talking about how the church started in, you know, May 22nd. And bro, out the blue, he just switched. And this is why, I mean, this, this is what I mean when I say, a God sent preacher is different from a brother that just preach mm. and just because he's preaching what he heard somebody else say. Mm. When you have a God sent preacher, God is actually using him. Yeah. And literally, he went he went from talking about starting off in the basement. How about he started saying the same words that the sister told me a oh. week ago? It was like, God get joy at seeing you keep. Bro, I'm looking like yeah. This is yeah. Well, even yeah. now, as I'm talking about it, bro, it's like it, it, it's reminding me of that day, bro. He started saying the same thing that the sister told me a week ago. I had the scriptures on my left. Uh, it was sitting on my left leg. I don't know what happened, bro. I just got up because I used to laugh when I see people running around the church. Laughed <laughs> <laughs> that man. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny, you know. Mm -hmm. But he did the same thing to me, bro. I got up. That is started running toward where remember remember headquarters uh um on frankfurt positions mm. was on the left hand side of the pulpit i don't know if you remember that or not downstairs wait when you say frankfurt that's not the um, fifth that's not where it was that where it is now no 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 frankfurt i've never i've never been i've never oh you know frankfurt, well, maybe so on, the, on video but never seen in real life so on the lower auditorium the, the musicians were on the left hand side of the pulpit mm -hmm. and the lower auditorium Okay. And so I started running and I had my eyes closed. I don't know what was going yeah, on. Yeah. My mouth moving. I'm trying to look at my mouth because I'm like, what is yeah. going on here? First of all, why am I even running? Yeah. I had no, I had no control of nothing. So I'm looking at my mouth and literally I'm looking like in amazement. Like my eyes is like, what is going on here? So I turned back around, still speaking, and I just fell to my knees. Speaking in tongue, crying like a baby, bro. I was so embarrassed because my my hood yeah, side popped yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like this on the ground. I crawled to the chair, and I'm just like crying like a. I'm talking about one of them <laughs> crying like a baby. So I just ran off the pulpit and I went in the bathroom. I looked at my time, a few minutes before two o'clock. That's just I, that's I, I will not forget that experience, bro. But I received the Holy Ghost while Pastor Dennis was preaching the word of God. So I can relate to the 10th chapter of the book of Acts yeah, yeah. because it happened to me yeah. while Peter spake the word. That exact thing happened to me <clears throat> while the apostle was preaching the word of God. I received it. All I was doing was just listening. Just listening. That's it. And but I was waiting. And in the midst of that listening and waiting, as you said, you weren't giving ear to that left false prophet. You weren't giving ear to that right false. Right. It's just, it's just that, it's just that one focus. That's it's right. that one fix. You're not worried about anything else or anyone That's else. Right. You don't care who you're losing in the process. You don't care who's talking about you, who's like saying you've changed and stuff because you you need something right now. It's a gift, right? right? It's right. not something you can just oh I, I want this now and he's gonna give it to you. It's a gift. Again. You have to go after, you know, so no, this, just hearing this brother, wonderful, extremely in, in, inspiring, you know, and, and stuff like this is exactly why, 
you know, I love to get these testimonies on the podcast. It's so encouraging, you know, uh, be very frank with you, brother. You know, I'm struggling. I got my struggles, you know, I'm suffering out here, but just, you know, hearing this, it, 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 it gave me a lift, you know, to, it gave me that lift of encouragement, you know, to just to keep pressing on, because I'm telling you those, I'm telling you, man, this thing is the hardest thing I have to do every yes, day sir. of my life. Yes, you can't sir. say the wrong thing. You can't think the wrong thing. You can't watch the wrong thing. You don't want to be around the wrong thing. That's right. You understand? You don't, you don't even want to be in a way where you're giving the form of ungodliness. There's a lot. And then it's just the things you're dealing with, the left and right. Oh, my brother. I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's very encouraging. I'm truly grateful for it. I hope those that were watching, this is encouraging to you and that, you know, it can encourage the next one. You Send this to somebody. Stop sending them things of the false prophets. Send this. Right. Hey, hey, check right. out Brother Mark's testimony. Check out this, you know, because this is, like, it's, I'm telling you, brother, this really, really, really encouraged me because just, you know, hearing your experiences and, you know, because I've had mine being in the teachings and so forth. And it's it's when you're hearing, you know, other brothers and then you're mirroring other sisters who are constantly just fighting, constantly trying to get, because I, I tell people more over, like, oh my dear. If I tell you that this is easy, cl close this podcast, don't ever come back again. That's right. It's certainly not easy. And I'm saying it, in uh, you know, just to really give you that reality for those of you who are, you know, wanting to come in this or those of you who just started in it, it's, it's like, it's very difficult. It just takes one moment just for you to be doing the wrong thing. And here God, he casts judgment on you. That's it. You're gone. And here people may not know of what's going, of what happened. They may think you have hope, but my days, God knows you're lost, you know? So it's, it's really one thing. Cause, um, you know, it was a brother, brother Elliot, brother from Canada. We know he had cancer. He's passed on now. Um, you know, and I kept on going and seeing him and, and so forth. And one thing he told me, he said, man, you know, just, you know, just thinking you know, and stuff like that. It just makes you realize how much, you know, you just want to be careful with, with certain things you say. That's right. Certain things you, and then, you know, it, it's PG has been adamant on preaching on, uh, you know, what, like watch your mouth, you know, right. you are try you know, you're tried by your mouth in terms of what you, you could say that wrong thing. It may not get you now. It can get you later on. That's why regardless of what you're going through, don't say stuff, man. I wish I would die. I wish I would just, you know, you know, and next thing you know, here, you, you know, two, three years later, you're getting sick. You know, so people are wondering like, man, why is this person, you know, they were all helped, but not realizing what you said, you know, it, it, it's so. And so when he said that, I, that thing stuck with me to this day, to this moment, he's just there. Like he had esophagus cancer. So it's kind of like eating his stomach in. So he just, when I saw pictures of how he was before, like he was, you know, he had weight on him. And so seeing him at that condition, because they were originally in another um, province in Canada and then they came, you know, recently and, and, you know, they were just explaining and people say, yeah, it's a brother. He's sick. He has cancer. You know, some of us should go visit. And it's like, for me, I always want to be there. I'm the type. I always want to be there for my brothers and sisters as much as I possibly right. can. Like, what can I bring? You know, what can I, you know, cause I, I do that because it's like, let's say if there's 10 of like that, you know, let's say we're just going, let's just put money for groceries, put money, you know, you know, if everything good for the kids, because that's what it is. You want to have that brother and sister fellowship in terms of getting that done and stuff, not gathering up to talk about others and talk about left and right, but gather up to see what you can do. And when he's like, he's there in his breath, he's saying, one thing I realize is, you know, he just, 
it makes you wonder if you have to be careful of the things you say. Yes, and he's just, you know, and and it's 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 I I I understood exactly what he was saying, you know, and it, it's it's seeing all this, brother, you know, uh, uh, and getting you know your encouragement and stuff, you know. Of course, you know, before we close, as I ask this more over to as many people as I possibly can, you know, how grateful are you to God? for the man of, for the man of God. And when and I asked the question, how great for you to God, because never has PJ ever put himself even closer beside God. True. You know, so I asked this question, you know, brothers and sisters, and those of you watching outside is, you know, you have to have, you, ha- you have to have a gratitude when you're in this teaching. You have to understand. I'm some, cause when I take the Metro, cause I work downtown and, you know, parking, you know, blah, blah, blah is up there sometimes. So I just take the, the Metro. And I sometimes just be on the Metro, just thinking, just, just see, just seeing the but just this whole metro. And I asked myself, is there anybody else in here, like listening to the teacher? Is there anybody else? What if God were to come back now? You know, what if He just wanted to cut all these? You, you know what I mean? It's and I'm not looking at it like, oh, look at them. They're all this and that. I'm looking at it to the point where it's like, this literally could have been me. this. This could have been me. Sure. This could have been me today where I'm just wandering off, listening to my music and doing, just not caring about anything, but yet God, he found some piece of dirt, just dust. And and God never owed me anything. He never had to give me, listen, God didn't even have to give me the opportunity to just even hear it. But he he heard my, I was asking God, I said, look, you cannot tell me T.D. Jakes and these other guys or was representing you out. There has to be someone out there. I, I said, there has to be someone out there preaching this thing. To, and over time, I kid you not, God just put it, search him up. Wow. I didn't remember PG, just search him up. So I remember I seen PG when I was in high school. So I didn't get the name. So what I did, I go on uh, YouTube, and the one video I seen when I was in high school is he was slapping the white Jesus. He was, he's saying, that's not Jesus. I remember that. I said, that's not Jesus, you know? And that's what I, you know, vividly remember. So I put on YouTube, bald headed, and you could, and those of you, you can search it up. I kid you not. It's still there. A sister even tried me on it one time. Bald headed, light skinned preacher slaps white Jesus. Come to the video is still there. It's the full, it's the full uh, um, um, program of it. Wow. And then that's over time. That's when I will see his name. And I just, you, you can't sit down in church to save anymore. After the, after God starts to work on you, you know, he's talking about woman, pure woman, get up. You're just sitting in the fall, just dead because you, 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 you just, I just kept on hearing it, kept on hearing it, you know, and, and so for God willing, one day, you know, I'll give up my testimony, you know, a bit, but that's why, you know, I'm very grateful to God every single day of this. I'm just seeing but people dying, brother Mark. That's true. Dying young. So true. You know, just it's just at ease. No God. And then when, when P, uh, there's a video where PJ is preaching on hell, it's about like 20 minutes. I probably watched that video. I don't know countless of times because every time when I would hear someone, pa- I go to that video. When you die, you go to the like. Just, just you were just, you were nothing. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You don't ever have power to even get yourself or buy yourself to go to the kingdom. You know. So that's why you know I'm adamant and asking the question you know, of, of gratitude to others is how grateful are you? How thankful are you to God for even, for even just having 
the privilege to be healthy, be able to walk and be able to be in this teaching and get understanding at the same time. Because there's those that are in it, but understanding is just not coming in. They're more, they're, more, they're more listening to fight it. Oh, well, no, you're saying that. That's not true. This, But to be in this teaching, to hear this teaching, and under, how grateful are you to God for this, Brother Mark? It's funny because when you said that, uh, my, my eyes started tearing up because, you know, sometimes we, um, like, we just got to think before we came into this truth, even in the midst of this truth, being in it, and you just think how many times that God could have took our life. And the fact that, you know, for just my own experience, man, like I could have definitely got killed out here in the streets, man. Not that I was out here selling drugs. I was never nothing like that. But just being in the environment, like if you live on the street, you got to go home. Yeah. You got to go to school. So you're amongst all this stuff happening. But just the fact that, you know, God Almighty would see fit that we can, that he allow us to hear an apostle, you know, um, and you're talking about millions of people and you're talking about millions of people that, excuse me. Yeah, no, no worries, bro. You're talking about millions of people that, you know, in falsehood, and then God would allow us to, you know, hear the man of God and then not fight against it. Excuse me, man. No, um, no worries, man. No worries. Like, I'm just, you know, if we had died, man, we would have died and been lost. And then God Almighty give people all of this, this time to, uh, you know, you break God's law or something, he still give you opportunity. And then allow you to come into, there's most people in their lifetime would never receive the Holy Ghost. There's most people in their lifetime would never get an opportunity to actually come to Philly and sit there. They may hear it. Obviously, the whole world is going to hear this message. But the fact that to be able to sit, to go to Philly, to be able to ask a question, you know, to be able to literally talk about something in the car on the way going there and God almighty answer your question through the preacher. You know, the fact that, you know, God gave us an opportunity, man, to be able to sit under, under an apostle, bro. I, that's why I don't get it again. Like I said, we always, you know, want to put God above everybody and everything. But the fact that God said, we're going to allow, I'm going to allow y'all to hear my preacher and give an opportunity to be saved if you listen and not only listen but take heed to what he's saying that's why i understand how people speak against the man of god like if you don't like it just leave exactly just just, just leave like why you know but again all this stuff must happen man it must happen man but the fact that like literally before i came into this truth bro i was on my way to hell bro you know, I was, they had us over there teaching Bible studies. And that was the only time that I felt like, oh, I got to do, I got to be doing right because I don't want to be teaching a Bible study and I'm doing what's, what's wrong. Mm. But the fact that like when that, when I first came over here, man, I was just, you know, I was, um, was on my way, man. Just like, man, just, just going to church. 
And then when I started going to first church, life was being preached, man. And you're talking about, and I think about all the people that died. I was sitting in the car when I was, when I first started going to first church or I was start going to falsehood. There's a me and a brother was sitting in the car and uh, we used to go to the club all the time in Philly. Yeah. And I remember the brother was like, I told the brother, I said, I said, bro, I ain't going to the club no more, man. I was in falsehood at this time. Yeah. I said, I ain't going to the club no, no more, man. He was like, yeah, man, you know what, man? You know, they used to call me Frizz. Yeah. F-R-I-Z-Z. He was man, like, man. yeah, Frizz, man. He was like, he was like, you know what? He was like, man, I got to stop playing out here, man. He was, and he, the same individual as me, meaning he wasn't in a gang or nothing, but everybody respected him. Because we just stayed to ourselves, you know, we was cool with the hood, everybody. But he ended up, not too long after that, he ended up getting shot in the head. They killed him. And he was at like, he was, you know, he was like, what's the word I wanna, he was making some money being like a bouncer somewhere almost. Mm -hmm. And he got killed. And I remember, I'm saying to myself, man, if God can take this guy, he went out here, he, he had a good job. Mm -hmm not bothering nobody, not killing nobody, a year older than me. And he left, he, he died. And all I could think about is, man, we could have, cause we used to always go to the club and just so crazy how he died at the club. Some guys wanted to come in the club and uh, it was like, nah, you can't come in. So they left, they went, they got the, uh, they got the hammer, came back, started letting off and he got hit. So it wasn't for him. Yeah, yeah They yeah. just wanted to shoot the club up. <laughs> But um, to, to see how God allowed me to not get caught up in that type of stuff. Yeah. And not only not allow me caught up, but allow me to be under in a, a real apostle. Yeah. That's something that most people can't say. No. You know, that's why I don't get people fighting and doing all that. I care less about all that stuff. All I know is this is a real church. And if you're not sincere about this thing, God will expose you. Yeah. This is God's real church with a real leader. So we're just thankful. And, um, bro, I'm, I'm just trying to contain myself. Yeah, but, yeah. no, man, I understand. But, but I, the I, fact, I, you know, the fact of the matter is, you know, um, you know, we, I'm, I'm grateful, bro. Yeah, words true. can't even, word, words can't even really describe what I'm really trying to say, bro. I'm like lost to words right now. But, you know, it's a hard teaching. It's rough. But, you know, the fact that God would allow us to, to be able to hear this message, hear the right message yeah. and, you know, giving us mercy day after day, you know, and a lot of people dying, man, especially around our age. Yeah. It's not just older people that's dying. Yeah. You know, I could walk out. It was plenty of times where I remember <clears throat> one time I was at a graduation party yeah. and, um, you know, out here is a lot of bloods out here. Yeah. Got some Crips too, but the majority of it is a lot of Bloods, Spanish gangs. But the Bloods is really the ones out here. And I remember this: we were at this cook, this like graduation cookout. And so when I first got there, when I first got there, I don't know what had happened before I got there, but this car, this car went speeding out, and I remember I had to jump out the way. He almost ran me over. Mm. Not that he was trying to run me over, but yeah, I don't know yeah. what happened. Yeah. He just ran out of there. So that was the first incident. So later on that night, remember the uh the old chirp phones where you can, you know, yeah, ovals and all that? Yeah. So somebody broke through this guy's phone, was like, yo, what's cracking? 
Now, obviously, you're not saying that in Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's predominantly Bloods out here. Yeah, yeah. So it was mostly Bloods at this at this particular graduation party. So the dude turned around. I mean, he started mashing it on, on this dude. Right. Dude left. Maybe like a few minutes later, maybe an hour. could have been like an hour. He came back with something that you got to hold with two hands. Jeez. And I remember he came, everybody running. We running, we running into, I ended up running, me and a few guys ran into an apartment of this woman we didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. Her door just happened to be open when okay. we ran into the apartment building. And I remember being on the floor about to pee on myself, man. I'm just, and you can see the dude walking outside, you know, looking to kill people because yeah. of what, what had just happened. I seen the white Caprice come driving up and I seen, it caught my attention because the headlights turned off. Uh, I'm looking like, you know how something happened? Exactly. Like, you don't really pay too much attention, but I knew something something, was it was a light there that it yeah. cut off. But I'm just, I think about stuff like that, man, where I could have been, I could have been out of here, man. Yeah. I would have been in a crisis grave on my way, waiting to be judged and thrown in hell, bro. Yeah. Billions of years go by and, it, and it's just getting started. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that God blessed us with, with Pastor, Pastor Jennings is a gift. Oh, yeah. To, to the people, you know, again, that, that's why I say I don't think people really understand the type of man that we're following. But yeah, I can go on and on, bro. I don't really have the words to say, but mm. I'm grateful, bro. Oh, that's grateful. wonderful. That's wonderful. Brother Mark, thank you very much for, you know, coming out and uh, taking the time and sharing your testimony. Uh, usually, you know, brothers and sisters, I got Brother Mark coming on, sharing a bit of finances and giving a good juice on that. God willing, one day we'll definitely get him back. Uh, oh, yeah. for that being but you know definitely wanted uh, uh um to get his testimony and and moreover you know and it's 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 just wow you know to to see what people have gone through and a lot of times you know people's gratitude of course it's going to be there but it, it just it won't be on the same level as others what i mean like for example someone like minister williams god willing one day i would definitely love to have on the podcast he's like he had p were not even pg nikki you know, they used to call him Nicky. That's what they known him as before he was pastor. Telling him the stuff that he's seeing today. Right. Like, I, I can't even imagine what, can you imagine I'm telling you, Brother Mark, yeah, this is, God is showing me this. God is showing me that. And you're just sitting there, you're sitting there. You was a Trinitarian. PJ right. still finding love and trying to show you that, nah, it's one God, it's one God. It's, but yeah, he's telling you. And now everything he was telling you, you're seeing it right now in front of your eyes. Come that's on, something, like, man. That's something, bro. Man, that's something, man. It's it's people are gonna have a different appreciation to say the word uh, because in terms of what they've gone through, especially some that have been with PJ from since the basement. Right. You know, it's just it's just so much I want to get to come and encourage. But you know, I'm truly grateful and thankful for you to come out and share this testimony, you know. And those watching, in terms of you know, you seeing him tear up and stuff, it's something. And I, I understand vividly, you're going to experience it, you know, moreover <laughs> while you're in this teaching, because sometimes like, you know, you just sit and reflect, you know, and you're just like, man, you know, of, of the amount of things, you know, of where you could have been and so forth. But it, it's just, you know, it just, it just goes to show the the gratitude, especially, I, you know, when I was hearing brothers and sisters were, were tearing up when the people from when PJ was broadcasting for Sierra Leone, I believe it was Sierra Leone, Malawi. And like, it's just, like, you know, you, 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 we're not just, this is, how, you know, I just, I don't, I, I don't know what, I don't even know how to describe it. You know, you're seeing 267 souls all the way in Africa. Africa. Is, like, this, 
And then the way they were sitting instead, you can't make this stuff up. You can't. This is right here in your eyes. Like people are starting to realize. It's, it's, it's really, bro, I'm telling you, we, we in the right stuff, man. You oh, just no. got to make sure you prepare yourself to keep all that trash out of your head. Yeah. Keep people out your ear. I, I can't overemphasize that enough. Yeah. You know, get people, don't even allow people to come to you joking about your, exactly. your uh, leader. Yeah. Don't even play because all those things, sometimes people can come joking mm. just to see how far how you, you allow them to go. Exactly. Yeah. And then they start putting foolish stuff in your ear. Mm. Don't even, I'm telling you, I, I, and again, I only been around for 11 years. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still young in this. Yeah. But the one thing from my own experience, people may have other experiences, mm. but from my experiences, outside of people just leaving, just, they just, they just, you know, they just, it's too much for them yeah. and they leave. But the people who I see is the people getting in their ear. People getting in their ear, they searching too much stuff, they listening to the wrong people or the wrong church people are in their ear. Exactly. That's what that's, I see happening too. That's the thing too, yep. The that's wrong church person who claimed that they with the, the truth of God, yeah. but really they with it halfway. Yeah. yeah, You see what I'm saying? One so foot in, one foot out, yeah. Right. They, you know, or they really don't believe everything that Pastor Jennings is saying. Yeah. And then they try to put that on the people, yeah. you know, so you got to be careful of all that. Yeah. The minute I, that, that's why I said earlier, if I even hear about the joke and I'm going to tie into you, yeah. I'm a very nice guy. Everybody who know me can attest to that. Yeah. I get respect everywhere I go at, but if I see you being disrespectful in that matter, I'm going to tie into you. Exactly. You know, I'm going to tie into you. I don't care who they are. Yeah. I don't care if it's a minister. I don't care who they are. Mm. You have to have that mindset, man, because you're talking about your soul. Yeah. The one thing can get into you that can derail you. Yeah. Now you out there speaking against the man of God and don't, don't die in that position, man. Exactly. Lost. Exactly. So yeah, that's it. They ain't hear nothing else. I said, get up, stop watching stuff, man. Just leave that stuff alone. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, brother Mark, thank you very much. You know, for the advice. I hope those of you watching this, uh, this encourage you, uh, brothers and sisters. I hope those of you, you know, as maybe a sinner watching this, I hope this has encouraged you to want to get right, to look in and understand what this teaching is about and not fight it. Just understand you just have struggles. You're not up to something. Instead of trying to fight something, just say, you know what? I'm struggling with this. You know, I, I need to get this. The man is preaching from scripture. Yeah, I can't say nothing after that, you know, because that's another thing. Sometimes people just want to fight it instead of just realizing, saying, look, this is just something I'm struggling with. You know, I'm not even going to look, look, all right, Christian rap. So, okay, you know, he he, he got me there. <laughs> he got me there. I can't listen. I'm not going to fight it. He got me there. I'm struggling, you know, struggle, you know, instead of fighting it. And ask God so you can overcome that struggle. That's right. You know Big I mean? difference. Let me overcome this struggle, God. I am struggling. Let me overcome it. That's right. Don't go there. Nah, talking about this man's going too far. I can't listen to Christian rap. Yo, he's going now. Now, now he's going too deep for man. He's going. No, you don't have to go that. Now, when you start doing that, now you put yourself in a different position. You gonna look for all other things. Next thing you know, you, you start going back right to him and preachers. That's right. Next thing you know, you go man. Nah, 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 there, there is three gods. Yeah, and it just that's and why it's written. Watching. That's why it's written. Consider, consider mm -hmm. what I say. Absolutely. It's a reason for that being written. Yeah. Consider because we, it's the nature of man and woman to fight what they don't understand. Absolutely. It's our nature. Yeah. I've been used to being taught that two plus two is eight. Mm. And I've been hearing that all my life. Mm. And now you say two plus two is four. 
I'm going to fight that. It's, you know, that's just the nature of man. But if I just got to consider it, just consider it. God will bless you to get understanding. And that way you're not fighting against something that's there to save you. Mm. You know, I'm telling my brother, look, don't go over there, man. There's some goons at the corner over there. Mm. You're like, man, I ain't listening to you, man. I don't like the way you talk to me about that. I don't like the way how you was yelling at me. Yeah, then you yeah. go over there and get shot up. Yeah. You know, like some some stuff have to be spoken to you with the with, with the stern voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, know? absolutely. That, that's, just like what you said about the sports. Oh, yeah. They ain't telling you, look, you got to do that. They jumping on your head. Oh, yeah. You know, and so they, um, hopefully they got something out of it, man. Hopefully, hopefully, absolutely. You know, that concludes, brothers and sisters. As I say, moreover, this uh, podcast affiliates itself with uh, none but one church, and that's First Church of Our Lord Jesus Christ, where the leader teaching guide is Apostle Pastor Gino Jennings. Once again, if you want to see if there's a church in your area, you can go on the truthofgod.com. If you want to request for baptism, you can go on the truthofgod.com as well. Leave it in the comment section, whatever is easier for you. We'll do the best we can to, to, you know, I'll do the best I can to reach point of contacts so you can get that done and so forth. Thank you for listening, brothers and sisters. As moreover, Brother Mark, thank you for taking the time to come out and, and, and sharing your testimony. You know, like I said, it gave me a, a, a real deep encouragement. You know, I was just, Wonderful. I'm struggling and suffocating and just, just stuff like it just really just gave me a uplifting to just Wonderful, keep on man. traveling on, you know, so it encouraged me, you know, and, and it really did. And, and really I, I've learned much, much more from this. It's just to really, and, and I, I knew not to listen, you know, outside, but just, right. it's very adamant as I'm saying, it's very like, you know, strict on it. It's very with reasoning in, in protecting the soul. And, you know, that's all it is. That's all it is. Protection of the people. Oh, yeah. And he's an overseer. Oh, yeah. He's a watchman watching over. If you break that, there's consequences for that people. Yeah. Yeah. Stay away from these guys. Focus on holiness, man. That's holiness alone. Will have you. You ain't got no time for nothing else. You, know, you can't. You can't. Man. You won't. You, you don't need to see if there's another apostle out there. We know we have one here. We have one, exactly. Leave all that other stuff alone, man. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, well, Brother Mark, thank you very much. Those of you, take care of yourself. Peace be, much love for you. Continue to keep me in prayer. Keep Brother Mark in prayer. Please you know, do. so that, you know, just as we continue to hold on to God's unchanging hand, as we continue to hold, hold on. You see the words, hold on, because this is something that's, that's tough. And, and very tough and rough to go on. So we're just truly grateful. I'm grateful for those of you watching and listening. Take care unto you all. Much love and peace be unto you.